0: Hello and welcome back to Percolated Youth. I hope that you are all well. Uh, Today we have a special guest, but before that I'd like to introduce my co-host again. Say hi, Mo. Uh, uh,
1: Hi, hi. Sorry, I have food in my (laughs) mouth.
0: What else is new? Um, We have a special guest with us today. We have Brett, who is part of the Methodist Church. He was a youth pastor for eight years. That's how Mo and I came to meet him. He's been a lay pastor for four years and a lay preacher for the last 15. So we're excited to have Brett with us because we're hoping that he's going to bring some insight into how we deal with youth ministry at this very interesting time. How's it going, Brett? Thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, it's going well. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. Mo, you want to ask the first question?
1: I I, I just want to ask Brett... Um, Why did you become a youth pastor?
0: Yeah, that's a good question.
1: Why would you do it? I wish you would have prepared me for this question. Um, (laughs) No, so so there
2: were were a few things uh, in my life. I I finished high school really without any direction. Um, I knew in myself that there was something that I I needed to do with my life, uh, but I really had no idea what it was. Uh, Mm. And and the the church that I was at at the time was offering a, a year's voluntary kind of program that called Year of Your Life. Uh, which is a model that's used all over the place, um, and so, so really, with with actually nothing better to do with my life, I said, "Well, let me do that," um, <laughs> which which uh, uh, sounds like like I had no plan, but I think God had some plans for me. Um, and and in that year, I I was then asked to to run a few of the youth ministries at, at the church, uh, to do some studies and, and to to kind of get uh, some understanding of of uh, what what happens in a church and how church works. And it was there that, that I, I began to pray a little bit more about where God wanted me to, to go to uh, and, and do in my life. And, and at that time, uh, it, it became a little bit clear to me um, that, that God wanted me to to move into uh, ministry uh, and, and at that time into youth ministry. Um, so so to, to answer the question and say, uh, how did I get in? um, is, is maybe less of a question and, and it's more of, of how did God guide me? In. Um,
1: <laughs> so what, one of the things that, um, I try and teach my youth, um, at my church where I'm at is that if you don't have a plan for what you're going to do after school, God has a plan for you. And it's called youth ministry <laughs> because the, the more and more I try to, Any type of youth minister. So how did you get into this? Well, you see, the thing is, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. (laughs) Bam next thing you know you're a youth minister it's a true story for most of us except yes, for not, evie.
0: not for me god put um, me between a rock and a hard place
1: uh, evie was forced mm. god was like
0: I, I gently nudged you for years and yeah. then eventually was like you're not listening <laughs> um yeah
1: <laughs> look i mean what i didn't tell you in,
2: in that story was was i left that year and then went and did a whole lot of other things uh and and only really came back to youth ministry a, a few years later um so, so I'm, I'm with it. I'm with, I'm with you. That I, I heard, uh, I heard the call and ran away. Uh, <laughs> we all do. Yeah.
0: One of the priests calls me Jonah, mm. and he still calls me Jonah because he says I'm sitting in the beast of the belly. I'm not listening to God. Yeah,
1: yeah that sounds about right. <laughs> that's, that's cool. The beast of the belly sounds comfortable right now. <laughs> it's um, away from
0: COVID nineteen. Um.
1: So, so Brett, yes, we're sitting now in a situation where. We're, we're not having youth. Um, some churches are open. Um, I, I would guess that a majority of churches aren't really open yet. Um, everybody's scrambling to find some kind of a, a thing to do. You know, yeah. this church is live streaming. This church is recording. This church is putting out this. This church is putting out that. And everybody's kind of, you know, trying to find a, a replacement for church as we knew it um in this kind of new normal um and and i think a lot of people will realize that it's going to be the new normal for a while Mm -hmm. we we need to kind of really apply our brains and our minds and maybe in a way listen to what god is trying to challenge us with um in terms of what to do but what are some of the thoughts and some of the maybe let me ask ideas that you that you've come across in in this time um from the people that you know
2: (laughs) So thanks for a really broad question. Um, Sorry. You know, no, so that, that's fine. Uh, um, so the, the what I say, I, I don't think it's anything new. I think it's, it's probably been said by others before. Uh, maybe some others have even said it better than I have. But for, for me, we have to ask the question, first of all, what is church? Um, and and my understanding of church has, has been twofold. One, it's, it's the worship of God, and, and we're clear on that. Since... Old Testament times, that's, that's been what it's about. We, we gather together with a primary purpose. The, the reason for being uh, for any church is to worship God, and, and it starts there. But secondly, we, we do that for community. Um, yes. And, and we, we do that for, for fellowship. We do that for, for being together. We do that for the smiles, for the, the sharing life, for those times where things are going great and you're happy and you want to share, for the times when things are not going well. And you really just just want somebody to kind of cry on a shoulder with. Uh, churches is there for that, and mm, and I almost don't... an extended family. Exactly, and, and I don't think mm. that's changed. So, so yes, we're in COVID nineteen. Yes, we're not able to gather together, but are we are we still able to to worship God? Yes, we are. Are we still able to to be community? Yes, we are. Uh, how that happens, and, and I think that that's been where everybody's been trying to to scramble to get something together to do. Um, yes, because it was easy. It was easy to say, okay, everybody, uh, six p.m. this Sunday, be there, uh, and and off you go. Um, it, it, that was easy.
1: Now, so the church gave us a venue. It, it gave us, yeah. you know, the, the the place to do all of those three points that that you mentioned. Mm. Um, and now that 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 specific place. Is gone, um, and and that very strong element of of connection, you know, like sitting next to someone, um, being in somebody else's space, whether it's comfortable or uncomfortable, is gone. You know, we we all have to socially distance. So how how is it? How do we then apply that element of of fellowship and community when? we're forced to be a part, I, I think. Maybe let me ask you that. Mm.
2: So, so I'm, I'm actually reminded of a, of a meme or, or whatever it was that, that you had as one of your WhatsApp statuses at the very beginning of, of lockdown, uh, yes. which said something along the lines of, and I'm, I'm gonna quote it incorrectly, but something along the lines of, of uh, all of you extroverts, no, no, sorry, all of you introverts, uh, uh, spare a thought for your extrovert friends and reach out. <laughs> yes. because they're hurting right remember now that. <laughs> um and 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 th- th- there were two things that were that were important there uh, for, for me it's it's that for years we struggled with getting introverts into church um if if, if people don't like large crowds or if, if they don't like that kind of interaction th- they don't come and it's it's quite simple um and and so 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 being aware of that but but then secondly to reach out it's the reaching out that's that's very important Um, and and, uh, not just for youth ministry, for, for all ministry. And, and I mean, I'm saying this to, to people across all levels, uh, of of our church at the moment where, where we need to remember, uh, what it is to connect with somebody else. Uh, what's that feeling that I get when somebody reaches out and chats to me? Yes, it's not going to be Mm. at church on a Sunday. It could be in a different way. And then to, to become a little bit creative with that. So, so we've all moved online and tried to get screens going. Um, and and we've, we've done that because that seems like the simple, easiest solution to reach the most number of people in one go.
1: Um, yes, to connect to the most amount of people yeah. in a small setting, yeah. But,
2: but don't, don't forget, to, and I mean, I've, I was always very aware when I, was, when I was preaching in a service or I was involved in, in organizing a service somehow, that, that let's say 50 people arrive off the service, I'm able realistically to properly connect with after the service, maybe 10 people, like properly have, have a real real conversation with them. So while I'm feeling- yeah, And
1: 10 quite a push dependent on time. De- yeah, you know, de- maybe there's another time. service coming up and all of that. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So so you look at a Sunday and, and say to yourself, well, actually in the service, I, I really properly connected. I, I'm going to say 10 because I'm, I'm a talker. Um, uh, and 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 I, I kind of force myself into conversations. Um, yes, I mean other people might only really connect with with three or four people. Um, but now because we weren't in a venue where we saw the fifty, connected with the three, we we then say, well, actually, we haven't connected well this
0: week. I, I although having said that, you because it's a community, it's not just me that has to connect with three people there are another three people that are connecting with another three people, which are connecting with another three people mm-hmm. and the entire church then feels connected. Yeah, It's not just up to Yvette to, and, and that's been my thing with like lockdown is that I've tried to keep up connecting with people in some way. Cause I am the extrovert that struggled at the beginning of lockdown. <laughs> I really was, I went into panic mode. Um, but like I tried my best to connect with everybody because that's my role as a pastor. Um, where I neglected my other pastor friends that were struggling as much as I was, mm. because I had to connect with all these people, because the relying on the community was no longer there.
2: Mm. So, so I, th- I think really what I'm trying to say is just w- we need to we need to maybe shift our expectations a little bit, and and take a good hard look at at what community meant before, uh, and and we have this this big idea that it, that it meant um, you know I, I connected or had the potential to connect with. 50, 100, 150, depending on how big the service is that you attend, and, and that's what happened. But now we, we maybe need to scale that back and say, actually, I had a good conversation with three people on a Sunday, um, and and what would it take for me to, to phone them on a Sunday, phone a few people in, in a week, and, and even just kind of like split it up and say, okay, I'm gonna phone one person a day for the next five days. And, and just really connect with them. I, like actually take some time out of my day and say, I, I, I missed that connection that we had at church, but I want to to just chat and say hi. Um, and and like you say, that it's, it's the whole pay it forward idea. Um, yeah. Uh, I connect to one, they connect to one or three or five and, and th- that network grows. Um, the, the other thing that, that's really struck me over the last little while is, is that the, the church that I come from originally, um, sorry, that, that I'm, I'm serving in at the moment, originally started as a, a home group uh, in somebody's house uh, like 50 years ago. And, and the, the church has grown into like, I mean, about a thousand members or, or something like that. So it's, it's, um, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a big move from, from a few small people in a group. And, and, and we, 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 we sometimes think we've, we've spent all these years getting to this point of, of our journey Um, as a church and now suddenly everything's kind of reset and and it's all going to fall apart and next year we're going to have no (laughs) church and and i keep coming back and saying like we started with a group of, of i think it was like four families um and and now we're the church we are today fine it took 50 years to get here um but we've we've still got the 50 years of history we've got a whole lot of people who are still very willing to to be church to to worship god to be community um and, 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 and not to lose sight of that.
1: So the, I, I think I, I hear what you're saying. You know, the, the world is different now, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we we won't get back to that home we knew before. Mm. Um, you know, our, our congregations will return at some point. Yeah. Um, but, but one of the things that um, my senior minister c- continues to challenge me with is that there, there must be some type of a a challenge, a um, a, a word, a, a request, or a movement. Maybe let me put it that way. It must be some type of a movement that Christ is calling us to during this pandemic, um, during this time of of not being able to go. Onto a church premises, and and I'm I'm hearing in what you're saying, you know, when you're saying that your your congregation started with a few families in somebody's lounge somewhere doing a home group, and that then evolved and blossomed into you know the big parish that you have now. But in that few families when it all began, I I, I just I get the sense that the spirit was deeply moving and working through them to be able to plant a church and say no this is what we would love to see happen and grow and become this big thing and and i think that there's an element of the spirit trying to relay some information to us um in this time Mm. what what that information is I'm, i'm really not sure but you know i i do see the the big challenge for us to open channels of communication and, and not just, you know, give people words, but actually have conversations with people and, and talk um, and get to know the people that we we've been serving a, a little bit better.
2: Mm. So, so look, I mean, I think maybe the, the other thing mm. that, that I've been, I've been toying with is, is almost saying like, like if, if people are fatigued now, with screens and with, with uh, streaming and with all this other kind of stuff. Maybe it's an opportunity yes. for us to go, to go back to stupid things like postcards or, or letters or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, just, just kind of thinking yes. outside the box and saying, saying let's, let's kind of go back to the be- beginning. Maybe it is an op- opportunity for us to, to kind of reset,
1: um, Make things personal.
2: Exactly, and, 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 and go back to exactly that. The, the other thing you're speaking about, about God moving in people uh, in that small group as, as they began, we, we're fortunate enough at Trinity to have, I think, four or five of the original founding members. Um, and, and when I say that, I mean, they were kids. It was, it was really their families who were, who were the founding families, but, but they were children at the time. and, And they've, they've been with Trinity for 50 years. I was wondering the other day, what, what any of them would say about the last kind of three, four months, um, they've had a 50 year relationship with, with Trinity, with, with a church, with a community, with a place um mm,
1: and with that building basically exactly
2: and 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 i, and I mean i even have some photographs of, of some of the people standing on the foundation stones while the church was being built um and and i wonder what they would say is is this the end is this really as really as bad as we think it is or is it just four months of pain uh in in a much longer history of of a church because i mean don't forget jesus said i'll never leave you nor forsake you i'll i'll, I'll be with you always Um, uh, and, and, and he was saying that as, as he was about to ascend, um, and, and so, so that, that kind of long view of God working in our world, uh, the long view of relationship. Um, uh, yeah, I, I even think of, of, of some, sometimes, uh, there was somebody that I went to, to school with, uh, in primary school who was sick for, I think three and a half, four months um oh wow that's a long time yeah i know I, I think it was it was encephalitis or something like that and it was it was, it was quite bad but but he, he went away and came mm. back and and that kind of gap in his his time when you look at at his whole career and i mean we, we were then friends for years afterwards um but it was three months that i wasn't able to see him our relationship still continued a, a lot longer after that um uh, and, and almost in a similar way i i i know it's it's probably making a bit of a smaller uh thing of a very big problem but but this is a a short period in a long journey of worship in a long journey of community in a long journey of of being with other people um and and sometimes we might just need to take a bit of a step back and say it's really rubbish now it's it really is that there's no question but but um there is there is light and and joy comes in the morning uh, as as it says elsewhere in scripture mm. um
1: uh, it, i think yeah. it's uh, l- like you're saying it's about remembering that it's a it's a speck of sand on the mm. the spectrum of time mm. basically and and you know the the bigger picture will continue to to reveal itself And I, and i think that our worshiping congregations might actually even be stronger after this you know mm. when there's such a deep need and a, and a deep want for fellowship mm. um, among people after all of this uh, social distancing and, and pandemic and is over. Mm. Um, people might really want to, to get back together again and, and just feel that space. So um, what I'm hearing from you, Brett, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that maybe the, the, the message for youth leaders out there is um, almost in a way to, to kind of help to foster that element of hope, um, to say that, like, you know, it's not necessarily the end, um, I know it's a big change and a, and a huge, uh, readjustment of, of who we are as people for now, but that, um, kind of speck of sand in, in the greater scheme of time, you know, we'll, we'll look back at it and go, Whoo, remember when we got a break from church for, you know, three, four months, uh, five months. Wasn't that just lovely to not have to sit and listen to so-and-so's sermon for a little bit and just take a break maybe um, in essence and the, the hope to know that things will get better at uh, some point and, and our youth ministries will come back to normal and, and we'll have time to spend with our kids again and, and see them and run around and do all the the great elements that we love to do together, mm. and and yeah,
2: just just as a as as a way of kind of saying that it's 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 also not just about me in in this moment. I I think I've I've heard from, from quite a few uh, different places, different parts of the church, that that everybody's saying it's like, well, if I don't engage now, if I don't don't keep the the momentum going, we're going to lose youth, we're going to lose ministry, things are going to to break and fall apart. Um, but I, I, I think, and I hope, and I trust that God yes. that God really is is overseeing all of it. Um, God is in all of it, uh, and holding it all together. Um, and, and like you say, maybe it's an opportunity for us to, to to take a step back, to reevaluate, to to say what's actually the important part uh, of ministry. It's it's worship, it's connecting, it's community. Um, some people might then take that a step further and say it's, it's outreach or, you know what I mean? And and then build on that. But what Mm, is, what is, what is the beginning bit? Um, another thing that, that strikes me as well is, is, uh, remember the the disciples in, um, the upper room, uh, uh, shortly after Jesus' crucifixion and, and, and they waited around for, for days. Um, scared to death as well. Exactly. They were
0: hiding. Yep. I just want to put they were hiding. <laughs> they were hiding.
1: They were hiding. Yes, they were hiding. The
0: women were out.
1: <laughs> the men were hiding.
0: The men were hiding. I'm just ah, gonna throw that out there. Thank
1: you for that. Thank you for <laughs> sure. throwing that out there.
2: I'll I'll will ca- catch that. I'll catch that.
1: <laughs> and
2: and and hold ah. that. But, but 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 that's exactly it. And and they were afraid and they were uncertain. Uh, and they could easily be saying in that time, like, well, God's not with us, you know, if everything's just really falling apart. And and where is where is God? Where is Jesus in this time? Um,
0: and, and they also had no idea where their ministry was going to go.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, this whole thing has made me like reevaluate sort of what ministry is supposed to be. Mm. Like, am I entertainment? Is that what I do? I entertain your kids or, I, I mean, I haven't been able to play proper games with my youth in four very long months, but like, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I, uh, but I've been able to connect with them on a deeper emotional level. Is that, is that more important? Like I think reevaluating what we do is, has been important as well. Cause we don't know where the ministry is going after this.
2: Mm. And and look, I think another thing that's coming out as well is, is that it means that, that individuals are now in charge of their own relationship with God. Uh, it, it's easy to kind of slip into that model of saying, well, youth is coming up on Friday night. There's this church service coming up on Sunday. Um, um, I'll, I'll sort of do my own devotions and, and kind of, you know, whatever, but the main focus will be Friday night, Sunday night, Sunday morning, whatever it is that you go to. And, and you're almost in that routine and somebody else is doing the work for you. Uh, whereas now we're in a position where, where we need to each be listening to the Holy Spirit saying, um, it's your responsibility to develop your relationship with God, to, to do your, your devotions, to, to sing, to worship, to find God in places that, that you wouldn't expect to find God um, and to take that responsibility on yourself. And, and so there, there might be opportunity for youth leaders as well um, to, to speak around that and to say, uh, I, I'm not able to hold your hand, ha, ha, however bad that sounds. Um, and, and you need to, to um, take your relationship with Jesus to the, next, uh, to the next level, take the next step in that. Um, and, and the responsibility then is with the person. Rather than with the program or the, the youth pastor.
1: Sorry, Brett. D- did you just say that, like, I mustn't do my job?
0: Yeah, what? 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 what are we done?
1: We invite this guy to come and talk about.
0: <laughs> and then he's telling Can people my that, boss not hear this? Can please? you not
1: do your job? <laughs> you, really, Brett. Did you not hear Really, me say,
2: you guys need to have the conversation with your youth? <laughs> <laughs> about no, taking but... responsibility <laughs> for their journey with God.
1: I'm agreeing with you 100%. Yeah. I, I, I think that that is really the the space that we need to be challenging all our teenagers and even our children um, and our young adults to say, hey, it's it's uh, it, this is something where you need to be taking that responsibility. I think it's far too easy for us to do all the work Mm. um and and you know take on other people's spirituality for them but yeah i think that maybe is the message that we're hearing at the moment is hey it's time for you to get responsible and 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 look to the spirituality
2: that might be a scary place for a lot of youth leaders and youth pastors as well um a lot Mm. of us tend to be megalomaniacs and we want you to listen to what i have to say uh, this is the <laughs> theology that I want you to to be in, in, yes. in, and you know what I mean, and those sorts of things. Uh, and and uh, again, it could be a, a way of, of grace where we open ourselves up and say, um, uh, y- your journey with God is is where God takes you, and and mm. w- th- that might open up uh, new perspectives in your your youth group. It, it it might open up scary perspectives in your youth group. Um, of of theology, of thinking, of of ways of being that you didn't think about before, but are now becoming real because because people are taking the, the, the opportunity to listen to God themselves, um,
0: or, or listen to other youth pastors. Well, there's that as well. <laughs> yeah, now they can. Now they they have, they're open to everybody. Yeah. Um, and and it just made for some interesting conversations. Uh, I won't lie. Uh,
2: yeah, and, <laughs> and, and 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 it will, um, because that that then means that that it's it, it's less of a contained sort of area, and and now you're open, like you say, to everything, to everyone. And whatever YouTube can throw at you, that's what's coming in uh, at the front door. Yeah.
0: So um, thank you so much for joining us, Brett. Uh, It has been a very interesting conversation uh we hope that you stay safe during this time and your family and good luck with your ministry and whatever you have coming up in the future yeah
2: great thank you um it's it's been good to be here i hope i uh i have added some value Uh.
0: no you definitely have we were were joking because we were all supposed to before lockdown like meet up for coffee um and so we've had to do this remotely (laughs) um but um for those of you that don't know brett brett and i uh we ran a holiday club eight years to eight years ago. Actually, yesterday together. Uh, it's we've known you for a while. Mm,
2: it's, it's, been a, um, it's been a time.
0: What was it? We well, it was was pirates. Hey, that was the theme.
2: Yes, uh, uh, Treasure Island.
0: Treasure Island. Uh-huh. It was lots of fun. Yeah, yeah. Mo wasn't with us. He was running another East, uh, another holiday club that time. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time and for all your work. And um, yeah, we'll chat soon. Thanks for having me. God bless you <smart noise>